Yes. Oh, boy. Okay. So this is take two or three. Um, we have been undefeated in our first attempt at every podcast where we can push record, start, unedited, unscripted, et cetera, and so forth. And uh, for you, th- those that are listening, Paul and I just had a wonderful 15 or so minute conversation. Probably our best one to date. <laughs> Probably our best one ever. And uh, someone forgot to push record. So it was all for not. I mean, it wasn't all for not. It was still a good conversation, but it wasn't recorded. So um, good times. Good times. So, um, yeah, I don't know. It's been, a, it's been a day so far, or at least an hour. When I started, we started here, I spilled water all over Paul um, as I sat down at the table. So that was a good, good way to start. And then I forget to push record. And I said, well, that's uh, all right. It could only get better from here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So what, whatever, wherever you're coming from as you're listening, lower your expectations because it's been... As if. Uh, yeah. As if, you, yeah <laughs> as if anyone's listening anymore. But no, if, if... Yeah, maybe you're always come, already coming in with pretty low lower expectations. Lower the bar. So, yeah, not sure where to start. You know, that reminds me, Paul, I, re- I sent you a, a link, and it sounds like you've already watched it, Stutz. Yes. Yes, I've been recommending that to people. That was very helpful. I found myself taking notes even. Uh, I like Jonah Hill a lot, always have. But uh, that show was very informative, very helpful to me. Yeah. And it, uh, it had... It had stuff that surprised me. Yeah, I liked it. Um, I wasn't sure what to expect. So if you're if you're not sure what the heck we're talking about, Stutz is a documentary on Netflix. It might be another Netflix is where I watched it. Um, Jonah Hill is basically doing a documentary with his therapist. And what I thought was kind of cool too, and. Um, similar to this podcast today is he gets in what 20 minutes into the into the documentary and then says you know what we're going to switch gears we're going in a different direction (laughs) kind of like now before when we started this podcast without recording or we started our conversation we weren't talking about stuff so we're kind of switching gears here Uh, but i thought that was cool that he was brave enough to say you know what let's we got to be real this isn't real I have a wig on and we're not talking about real stuff and, and or whatever. And he just kind of switched gears. I like that. What did you think of that? Uh, I love that. And uh, you mentioned the key word there. He was brave enough to be that vulnerable. And I know that you and I both feel that because we're doing the same thing here. And I was talking to Jace a little bit about our podcast. He's home for the spring break. So our world's pretty good right now with him around. A lot of laughter. Yes. But uh, he was asking, and I, I said, well, it's kind of hard to do because I'm kind of a private person, and I tell one of my best friends something as if we were having a cup of coffee over it, and then now there's thousands of ears that I just exposed myself to. 
and that's not a cozy feeling for me. So I liked that when uh, he made it real and made it clean and made it truthful after uh, he's, you know, he'd, he discovered where it was going in real time, Yeah, which is uh, self-reflection, man. That's a powerful, that's a thing we could all improve on, I think. So yeah, very good props yeah. to him and uh, Dr. Stutz. Yeah, courage, authenticity, um, those stick out to me as, as kind of like what that was all about. Um, and it's informative, too. I loved um, Dr. Stutz. Is that his name? Stutz? Yes. Is, is it Stutz? For sh- I, oh, sorry, I'm blanking out. Was it, was it short for something? Stut- was it Stutzman? No. Stutz? I don't know. Doesn't matter. No. It was not short for Stutzman. <laughs> okay. <laughs> sorry. Um, Sidetrack. Brain. <laughs> But um, he also had some really cool tools um, that he shared in the podcast that I thought was also pretty cool. Um, but yeah, the authentic- authenticity and them just having being real with each other, and it was cool. It was it was cool to see, and I, I think to tie it back to what we're doing. Um, you know, we were just talking in our unrecorded podcast about <laughs> about maybe is the is the, what we're doing. You know, maybe for some too dark and too sad or whatever. I don't know. I don't know what how people perceive it. Um, but what I hope it is more than anything is real and authentic because that's that's been our goal from the beginning. Is let's just keep it real and. Um, kind of share the real stuff and have real conversations and sometimes that's comes across as sad or and sometimes we laugh and that's okay too because it's all real so i think that's that's what i pulled away from the stutz documentary which was pretty cool good summary yeah so spring you mentioned jace is home and i can't think of spring break um without thinking about you and the how the spring break is for you going into every spring break in the last 20 now 21 years with uh, loss of Sarah how is that what where does that put you nowadays like are you do you anticipate like that is a hard time and and like what what what's going on in your mind going into the spring break so with a whole bunch of experience I've got my rough parts of my year down to two times once around the Christmas holiday we've talked about that and that uh, tends to last until sunshine and then the second one is the anniversary of her accident which is March 25th and so I know it's coming the things I don't know about it is when it's going to start. It's a smell and weather nature related. Okay. It has something to do with, I think it has to do with the smell of warming dirt. Mm. And so that triggers, okay, here comes spring break. And uh, this year it's earlier for Jace. So uh, it's kind of neat that it throws it off a little bit. And, uh, so I know what's coming, and I know what to, I guess, expect, and that is don't expect anything. Just 
make it another day. It's all it is is another day. And uh, don't dwell. Get out in the sunshine and uh, celebrate what's going on that day. And uh, like I keep saying, Jason's really helped with the whole process. And then after, you know, the transition between winter and spring, it starts getting uh, sunnier and brighter. The star or the the sun goes higher in the sky. And then it all kind of just goes away, melts away, my depression that is, until December again. Hmm. And then I'll know it's coming, and I'll uh, do these. There's a couple things that I've got in my toolkit that uh, I up my game on. And every year, you know, more is revealed, and... I'd like to, that's what, I, again, I liked about Stutz. There were some concrete things, yeah. even some little drawings with arrows that helped me so much with stuff from my past. And uh, so, yeah, it was kind of a long answer, but uh, we're experiencing spring break one with Jay's home and then we'll experience spring break two when uh, everybody else is out of school next week I'm thinking or and then uh, the weather should hopefully man it's been a long long winter I'll talk about that in episode nine yeah today's one of the uh, nicer today, days we've had yes, in a while. But it started out snowing this morning yeah and man so keep looking for that that's uh like I say, nature and the weather and the sunshine, that's all part of my healing because, as you know, Michael, our, everybody else's world, the birds, everything still keeps going while we get stuck in that yeah, that event and we have to work to claw out of it and get back in the, instead of fighting the universe, get back in with it. Yeah. So thanks for asking and you've been one of the only, you've been so good about reaching out. And uh, speaking of laughing, we had, I've had one of the most, when you wrecked on your bicycle that year, I've never laughed so hard uh, in your misery. That. <laughs> that was because you reached out um, oh that gosh. weekend. And I, I didn't want to go. No, no, leave me alone. I'm isolating. Do you have an idea how and long you, ago that was? Do you remember? Roughly? I don't. I have no clue. I'll years? think while you talk for a minute I'll mull it over but uh, you reached out to me and I'm certain I thanked you for it and no thanks needed and then taking them because man that was funny <laughs> <laughs> so I was actually thinking about that and you know we get into spring it's warming up i'm i'm getting excited to jump on the bike and and uh enjoy the the trails that we have around boise and in the nice weather that's coming and all that kind of stuff so i'm really anticipating and excited about that and with that i think our listeners most if they know me know that i'm stupid and i do a lot of dumb things on my bike and have broken a lot of bones and separated a lot of things <laughs> and what balls referring to as he and I were I think we're at Eagle Bike Park and there's a bunch of kind of wooden features and 
there's this there used to be it's not there anymore i think they took it down after my accident <laughs> <laughs> but there was this like platform that i was on and then it, you come down and then it hits this wooden jump and then there's like a gap and then a dirt jump that you're supposed to <laughs> land on and it was one of those hey paul watch this and paul was watching and i didn't clear didn't quite the gap and uh, front tire hit the other side <laughs> and handlebars went into my um, solar plex <laughs> and I proceeded to lay on the ground gasping for air and uh, I thought I was going to die and Paul was also gasping for air because he was laughing so hard that some poor guy had to jump out of the parking lot <laughs> hey you sure okay bro I was okay oh my gosh yeah I remember that it was, uh, it was only funny because I told you you weren't going to clear uh, and you go watch this <laughs> watch the famous last words watch this uh, uh, I could have had it Mike Caldwell yeah you could have had it <laughs> You did it. Man, I could do a whole podcast and all the stupid stuff I've done on bikes in my lifetime. Um, but we'll save all those for another episode. <laughs> Let's but yeah, those are, oh gosh, that was a long time that ago. That was a long time ago. And we were totally in the moment because we're, we're still laughing about it today. And thank goodness you weren't more hurt. And I think you broke a clavicle or a rib or something. Not on that trip. Oh, okay. Yeah. So you weren't that hurt. Well, I was hurt was both like, when I couldn't breathe and uh, my feelings were hurt that you didn't care to get up and help me. I did me. care. <laughs> That's why I tried to talk you out of it. Uh, we should go back and relive that. We could, this time you do the jump and I'll watch. That would be fun. That would be fun. <laughs> but like you say, they took it out for safety purposes. Right. <laughs> they did. So that was good. Um, so I'm looking forward to, you know, I remember when we talked, in the in October November time frame and things were getting darker things were getting colder things were you know trees were dying yeah you know, all yeah, that yeah. kind of stuff seems like a long time ago huh it does seems like a long time ago 10 episodes and, seriously uh, I know episode 10 can't believe it and uh, I know we're talking a lot about like okay it's kind of gloomy and hard this is a hard time of year and going into all these firsts that we're that we're going into and and now it feels like we've kind of broken, starting to break through the clouds and seeing some sunshine come along and things growing and flowers blooming and all that kind of stuff. So, um, gosh, I, it feels good to get into or start to get into spring. Um, just feels feels like really needed. Right Couldn't now. agree more. Yeah. So what are you guys going to do for spring break with Jason Town? Are you guys just hanging out or you got you got plans he's just hanging out and we might spend a night or two in mccall as he travels back um but he, he just get one week yeah okay so we came home last friday and we'll leave again this friday and like in a couple days friday right okay so he's mostly just been eating us out of house and home mm-hmm. and uh being funny and I talked a lot about his last exit, so he's giving me grief. He goes, don't get attached. <laughs> and so that's been funny, and I sniffed his hair big time. <laughs> and, man, it's good when he's around. He doesn't get weirded out when you smell it. He just no, knows it's coming. He, yeah, he knows it's a part of the deal. 
does he get upset that he can't sniff your hair? <laughs> wow. <laughs> no? No, he doesn't. <laughs> in fact, he did come in, and he sniffed it the other night, and he said it smelled like lotion. <laughs> so, I guess that's good. <laughs> that's good. Um, Jay seems like a great kid. I've, I've actually not, have not met him, so... You said he was asking about the podcast. Has he listened to any, any of the podcasts? He hasn't. Yeah. But he just came in tonight and goes, what are you doing? And I said, I'm going to go work on a podcast with my friend Mike. And he goes, what do you mean work on? And so I kind of laid out how it was just him and I, or you and I, rather, having a conversation. Did he know about it before? He knew that we were doing it. He was just asking more questions. Yeah. Okay. Just asking a little more about it. And then... He asked me if it was hard to do or, you know, and I got to tell him about that part about being vulnerable. And that's not real comfortable, but I'm getting better at it. You're slaying it, man. What are you talking about? (laughs) Thank you, doctor. (laughs) You're welcome. Did you know Jonah Hill, like, leads the league in F-bombs? Can we acknowledge that that blender's going over time again? It just won't stop. What are they blending? You're the only one that hears it. Maybe it's not. Maybe I'm just hearing things. Um, what do you mean he leads the league in F-bombs? In what? In movies. They did a study, not a study, well, they did really? something. Who has the most F-bombs in their cinematic career and Jonah Hill he got like 300 and some and Wolf Wall Street Wolf guy but oh really yes yeah maybe I would have said Eddie Murphy maybe I just soiled his reputation I like I like Jonah Hill oh he's He's good good. I love him he's good I like him more since I watched that documentary too and I like him more I have you ever seen Moneyball? The chemistry between him and Brad oh, Pitt. Love Moneyball. It's uh, one of my favorite movies, and I'll, it Same. goes goes on, comes on all the time, and I'll be flipping through, and all of a sudden I'm two hours into that movie again. Yeah, and it's a loving good one. it. Yeah, you're a big baseball guy, of course, so you must love the baseball part of it. I do. Yeah, um, I think it's yeah, it's it's a good movie. It's based on a true story. Right. So. And how about uh, Billy Bean gets to tell his friends, yeah, they got Brad Pitt to play me. And uh, Peter Brand goes, they got Jonah Hill to play me. <laughs> when you were coaching uh, baseball, did you ever run it like Moneyball? Did you ever look at stats that deep to de- determine your lineup? No, not stats, but feelings. We had a guy that had the longest swing, just an ugly swing. And the season in high school is so short, you know, you can't tinker a lot with someone's... Anyway, so if you looked at him, you'd go... But with a guy on second, if you ask anybody, who do you want at the plate, they'd tell you this guy. Because he was so competitive, he Mm -hmm. would do anything to drive that guy in. Yeah. And it didn't matter how his swing looked, it was his... uh, his mental it, 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 fortitude. Yeah. And so I like that. So, um, you, so you kept him in? Well, of course we kept him in, but we didn't tinker with his swing. 
and we didn't worry about I don't know this was groundbreaking all the stats and the math we didn't do that we kept a nice book but most of coaching is feelings once you get a rapport a relationship with those players yeah you know who's going to do what for the most part you know who you can count on and if you get them all to buy in then that takes a lot off your plate but yeah. that's a good year if you can get every one of them to buy in that's 16 kids right not easy yeah and we're comparing moneyball <laughs> yes. professional baseball with you know dozens of scouts that can scour over data and people and they get to also pick their players and pay them and you're you're kind of you can pick them to a certain extent but you have a much smaller pool and it's high school so it's very different right i like in that conference meeting when they were all questioning him and he kept pointing why are we keeping him yeah because he gets on base (laughs) yeah i love that and yeah why are we putting him in the three hole because he knocks guys in yep Ah, I'm going to go watch that movie again. Good it's call. Good Thank you, Jonah. One. And Yeah. I love it. Um, spring break. Have you ever gone down to spring ball? Yes. Went down in 2000. Took the varsity baseball team down there. The group of gung-ho parents. And we played a couple of games. And we watched spring training. And it was very good for bonding for do you, parents, coaches, and Do you play down there? Or we did play. Practice? Or do you play games? We practiced and we played two games with a similar size high school. Yeah. And it was a blast. It was expensive, but man, it was fun. And then uh, later, I did it again at Timberline as an assistant. And uh, that was fun too they played in a huge tournament and then stopped in Vegas on the way back hmm cool yeah I've never been down there I'm not I'm not a huge baseball guy so don't judge me I know that's no judgments here um I have a hard time watching baseball it's just a lot of people do yeah um I respect the sport I just am not a big baseball guy I played a little bit when I was a kid it was fun but uh never never turned into a big baseball nut but my wife and I are going to head south on Saturday for spring break and uh, going to Arizona not to watch baseball um, which is in Phoenix right so we're going yeah we're going all around there we're heading to Sedona and maybe hitting the uh, south rim of the Grand Canyon just just kind of going down for some sun and taking the bikes hope to get on the mountain bike and Get a few trails in um, next week as we're down there. So hopefully, it, and Sedona so is a little take bit higher. Two days to drive to Sedona, or yeah. one giant day. I think two days. Yeah, take our time. We're not. We don't really have a specific agenda itinerary other than it's we're way to roll. head south. Sedona is a nice place. It, it, it's higher in elevation, so I don't know what the weather's going to be like, or it's going to be a little bit cooler than what you would find in in uh, Phoenix. But it'll be. Uh, be a nice, nice little trip. Looking forward to it. Um, getting out of town and searching for some sun is the goal. No doubt. So that'll be a good trip. Yeah, looking forward to it. Just looking forward to yeah, like I said, spring and good weather and um, getting out of the clouds a little bit. Even though ski season is kind of coming to an end. I can't believe all the snow we've gotten in March. Have you seen the snow up up in the? Uh, 
Sierras. It's so. incredible. It's unbelievable. Yeah. Donner Pass incredible. is like, I don't know, so, yeah. 20, 30 feet of snow. It's, I don't know, I'm making stuff up now, but it's ridiculous. Excellent for our boating season, but truth be told, I'm ready for a little less of it. Yeah. Yeah. I'd like to get in one or two days more skiing, if, if you will. So, um, so in the unrecorded part of our podcast that we talked about earlier, we talked, this is our 10th official episode, if you don't count episode zero, which was a pilot episode. And um, as you reflect back on the, on the ones that we've done, what do you hope has resonated maybe with, with the people that are, are listening? What, what do you think is, has been kind of uh, maybe some key, whether it's messages or topics or whatever that you hope has kind of stuck? and helped other people or maybe that's helped you or me you want me to start you got one I think uh, the thing that I hear a lot from people is a couple of dudes are telling their story And they're living evidence that life can still go on and it still can be full and rich. And people say, well, I would have never guessed the way you described that phone call and you're laying in the backyard that you can flash forward to this podcast and be enjoying a cup of tea and laughing and helping a friend out and uh, still have a beautiful family by the grace of God that uh, I get to be a part of. So the fact that life goes on, I think, is a good message that we're not, I guess we're talking it, but we're living it. We're doing it. Yeah. Life is going on. Yeah. that. You know, as a message of hope and message of hope and some courage to keep going. And you're right. I mean, yeah, you're absolutely right. I mean, I, I, I think it's um, sometimes I wonder what 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 I'm doing or what what we're supposed to be doing with this podcast. And, um, you know, for, for me, obviously, it's, you know, nine months as of this last Sunday so it's still raw and fresh and going through all of this and um, and I hope maybe for, for someone that's going through it right now and, and also still dealing with, with loss or grief is that maybe that's the message is that there is hope that even through all the shit that you're going through there is hope there is just you know put one foot in front of the other and, and keep going you and can keep going yeah yeah um. Yeah, and you've mentioned the ripple effect um, a number of times in in kind of the impact we have on each other and and have on others and and mm-hmm. that, that's a big, I think a big one also that resonates with me and and maybe 
I think about like when we started the podcast and who our audience we thought was other than ourselves and who it might be and maybe thinking about other other moms or dads that have lost kids. Um, but so much of this podcast from what I've heard from other, others is it's helping people that maybe don't haven't had those experiences and helps them understand maybe how to relate or connect or empathize with um, those that have. So that's, that's, that's maybe another takeaway, if you will. Someone give me credit for that. The ripple effect. Nice. I do like that one. That's uh, I probably overuse that even, but yeah, that's something. What's the one you also use that that's, that's, it's been played back to me a couple times, which I use now a lot, is if you say it out loud, it cuts it in half or something like that. Yes, say it. if you talk about it, it cuts it in half. So you got this huge thing going on, and you go tell someone, and then supposedly it, not supposedly because I believe the evidence is in on that too, you talk about it, and it, it takes away a little of its power. You know, it diminishes how big you think it is. Because I guarantee it's happening to someone else out there. You're not the only one. It's probably not going to kill you. And uh, that's the whole power of counseling is talking about stuff and quit pushing it and skirting it around and lying about it and avoiding it and medicating it and uh, spit it out to someone and uh, I don't know, your head bobs up and down with agreement a lot, and so does mine on this show. And uh, oh, it's it's so it's one hundred percent true. Yeah. True about us having the courage to tell each other what's going on. Other countries do it. Other men sit around and they talk about their feelings. For some reason, we don't. But here we are, so we're breaking that yeah. chain. And, uh, and that leads me to another thing that I just thought of from this. You uh, had an episode called I Am Feeling. Mm-hmm. <laughs> dot, dot, dot. And I use that so much. I just will tell people what I'm feeling so they don't have to mind read. What's bugging Paul? What does Paul need? What's wrong with this guy? And uh, man, that's powerful if we can lead with that. Well, here, I'll tell you. Uh, And then don't, you know, don't scoop it up and stir it around to tell it truthfully, like Jonah would on (laughs) stuff. Absolutely. Take your mask off. Yeah. Take your wig off. So to recap so there is hope I think message one two is the power of the ripple effect the impact that you can have individually three say it out loud it cuts it in half that's, and that's so true I mean we try to process things internal in our, in our brain and man when you get to have a chance to sit down and have a conversation authentic conversation about how you're feeling it makes a difference and which leads right into what you said is how do you start that? How do you share how you're feeling? Well, you can just say, I am feeling yeah, and, to the chase. and go from there. And the other one I'd add, um, again, we talked about this in a couple different episodes. I think it was in my, the I am feeling one, but it's, it's kind of been part of a lot of them is 
the um, the solo journey of grief and loss. And again, you might have lost experiencing the loss of the same person, be in the fa- same family, but your journey is so different, and no one's no one's journey is the same. Hopefully, you can find somebody that can relate to your journey and to be with you in your journey. Um, but it is, it is an individual journey, whether you like it or not. It is, and it's um, it can be dark. It doesn't always have to be dark, but it's it's solo nonetheless. But the I don't know oxymoron in that is is that although it's solo, you aren't alone. Because I, I, you know, I absolutely know what I'm, how I'm processing Braden's death is going to be individual to me in terms of my ups and downs and where I'm at in any given time. But I also know I'm not, I'm not alone in that I'm not the only one that's experienced loss and grief. And there's a lot of people that have experienced it in different ways or haven't experienced it that can still be part of that journey with me. I agree. Well put. Yeah. So some good, I mean, hopefully some good stuff that people can take away. Those of you that are listening, just know that we appreciate not only you listening, but also, you know, when you send a little note here and there, um, you know, if I get something, I oftentimes will share it with Paul. Hey, we got somebody that's actually listening. So here's what they said (laughs) (laughs) and uh, he'll do the same. So, you know, if you have, something that's resonated with you we'd love we love to hear that kind of stuff um it kind of helps feed um what we are doing and why we're doing it and um also helps us make 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 us feel that we're not alone in this so we appreciate that feedback we do appreciate that feedback i'm just amazed at the feedback that's coming in and what it does for me and my journey and uh, just so Mike's head doesn't get big maybe you could shoot some negative feedback too if you have any yeah yeah I know you don't I mean I I know my voice is not as sexy as Paul's Um, he's been working on his radio voice for a lot longer than years because he's so much older than me and uh, yeah I could I yeah that's that's one for sure Um, (laughs) but I'm sure there's plenty. Yeah, you can give us that kind of feedback as well. We can it, take it. You know, I don't know about you, Paul, but I've I've um, been kind of taken aback at times when somebody will stop me, and I, you know, I run into a lot of people, teachers, whatever, different events, and people that I wouldn't even expect listening to this podcast. It'll stop me and say, "Hey, I've been listening to your podcast," and then I'll be like, all of a sudden, feel completely naked. Like, okay, you've heard me in my most vulnerable moments <laughs> yep and you're on the inside now right and and you're just your brain goes wow okay so yeah what, getting used to right it does and um i don't know where i was going with that other than there's people listening that i don't know i you know i, I don't know who's listening and that's okay with me um but uh i'm glad somebody is and that it can help in some way with somebody else so yeah. So I shared last time as um, last podcast, this book lament for a son that was written by Nicholas Wolterstorff. And I 
took a page out of Skip Pierce's, Dr. Skip Pierce's book and bought some extra books um, after I read it and thought this is a really good book. Short read, good stuff. So I bought several copies. Brought Paul a copy today. He hasn't read it yet, um, but he has homework. He's going to read it. And I am looking forward to it once it dries out. I'm going to give it a good read. <laughs> yeah. Because, uh, like I mentioned, I was quite moved by just the couple paragraphs that you shared from this book at uh, on number nine. Yeah. It was so thanks for that. And uh, yeah, it's so almost got a similar photo as the other one. Yeah, mountains, a little mist in the background. Valley, mountains, yep. mist. Yep. And as a reminder, Lament for a Son was written by Nicholas Wolsterstaff. His son, Eric, was killed when Eric was 25 in a mountain climbing accident in Austria, I believe. And I reached out to um, Mr. or Dr. Wolterstoff, Storff, who wrote the book. Um, he's actually a retired professor from Yale. He was a... Uh, I don't know what else he taught. I know he taught some theology courses there. He's retired. I think he's in his, his early 90s, but I took a shot in the dark, sent him an email to his Yale contact, and uh, a couple, two or three, four days later, I got an, a response back, and I was so excited, but I just told, nice. told him that his book um, really articulated a lot of how I felt in the last nine months, and he captured it really, really well in... Uh, in several places and I just expressed my appreciation for the book and also mentioned our podcast and asked him if maybe he'd be interested in coming on sometime and he sounded interested so we will see maybe we'll have our first guest at a distance maybe in episode 11 or yeah. so call in from the other coast yeah I would love to love to hear that that'd be pretty cool do we have the technology to do that, Mike? Well, I believe we do. Um, but after my experience today and all my baffles, maybe... Uh, maybe maybe we'll I'll, need a producer after all. <laughs> maybe I'll need a technician to help us get through that. But no, I think we could do it. No, that'd be neat. We're pretty smart people. Let's look forward to that. Figure, out, figure it out. So anyway, well, um, how about we wrap it up? What do you say? And I do. start heading towards uh, spring break next week. Yes, sunlight and coming. And also get you home to your son and me home to cook dinner um, for my wife. So uh, once again, thanks everyone for listening to Wrecked. Until our next episode, peace out. Thanks for listening. Peace. Peace.